Welcome back to the uncomfortable truth. Ah, but for the days of old, huh? when neither snow nor rain nor gloom of ice shall stay the mail carrier from the swift completion of his appointed rounds. Well, not so much today. My property is about 100 yards from the road. A long driveway leads from the street up to my house. Recently, we had five to six inches of snow in a minor blizzard for us. Not much, but five to six inches. And early in the morning at 5 a.m., before the driveway is plowed, before he can get to it, my newspapers were at my side door. And when I drove out that morning at about 6 o'clock, I noticed there were no tire tracks, just footsteps from the street, down the driveway, over our bridge, up the driveway, and the newspaper guy, who drives a small compact car, had left the newspapers by walking the hundred yards to our door and back again. Yet, by five that evening, the mail truck hadn't even gotten to my mailbox on the street, despite the street having been thoroughly paved by about 10 a.m. I never did get mail that day. Now, what's the difference? Well, the guy delivering the newspapers figures that's his job. He's not going to make tips. He's not going to earn his salary. He might be released if he doesn't get this done. The U.S. Postal Service, somewhat different. Do you know that as I read you this, there are hundreds of millions of dollars in lawsuits from postal employees lodged against their own management, yet to be settled, lodged against their own management. A local postal clerk here told me I have to go to another office, another office in another town about 30 minutes away for a package that required a certain customs form until another clerk who I happen to know told me she could do it for me. It's no problem. The first clerk is just lazy and nasty. She ought to be a law firm, lazy and nasty. And she's really, really terrible with customers. Doesn't care. I mean, takes out her animosity on everyone. The website of the Postal Service does not offer international first class and hasn't for over a year, but it's available. It's available in the post office. But this most inexpensive rate, which is quite handy, international first class, if you go on the website, you have to use priority mail, which is far more expensive. The real horror show, of course, to put things in perspective, is in Australia. And I actually have to have a notice on my website, because I, I ship all over the world, I have global clients, that anything that is ordered for Australia and paid for by regular airmail, I will not guarantee. That is, I will not make good if the books don't get there. I've had to do it too often. And the books would show up months later in some cases from the Australian Post Office and Customs Service, which are the worst I have ever seen in the 60-some-odd countries I've been to. It is a horror show. So I have to have a disclaimer on my own website. When I came back once from Australia, I was told that it was too complicated to fill out all the FedEx forms and that the Australian Postal Service could send my luggage back insured. And so my wife and I left the luggage with the hotel. They would give it to the Postal Service, and we came home. Well, the luggage never arrived, and a month later we filed a claim because we had taken out insurance. And the Australian Postal Service not only refused to pay the insurance amount, refused, but refused to talk to us. We, all we got was, was mechanized and automated responses, refused to talk to us. Finally, the Four Seasons Hotel sent us a check because they felt so badly about it. Eventually, two months after that, United Airlines called me. We didn't fly at United. We flew Qantas. But United said, we have one of your bags here. Do you want to come get it? What happened was all the identification got ripped off and 
I had my United Club member on the uh, tag on the bag, and they were able to use that. So good for United, but stay away from the Australian Post. And the Canadians are not far behind this level of mediocrity. I shipped one of my clients in Toronto a box of cigars as a thank you. They were $400. The box was $400. The cigar store told me they can ship to Canada. It's no problem. We filled out the forms. But when the postal worker got to my client with the $400 box of cigars, he said, you'll have to pay $1,500 in taxes and tariffs and I don't know what for the cigars. He returned them. I told him to return them. What actually creates this kind of arrant stupidity? Laziness, bureaucracy, and sloppiness. Remember once upon a time when people who were bearing guns and shooting people were called going postal? My experience when I worked in the post office, now this is long ago when I was in college, you know, trying to make some money, but nonetheless, inspectors would come around periodically to judge how long it actually took to deliver the mail. And the mailmen demonstrated they would only cross at the street corner, they would look both ways, they would never cross against the light, they walked up each set of steps to houses and checked the mail three times, and so the routes were three times longer than they really needed to be. The civil service exam was rather funny. Uh, I happened to know the mayor... And uh, when I came back as an exchange student, he said, what can I do for you? We're very proud. I said, I'd love to work for the post office. No, it was $6 an hour. That was ridiculously good. He said, we have to take the civil service exam. And the civil service exam were things like, you know, if one train leaves Omaha at 6 in the morning at 50 miles an hour traveling southwest, yada, yada, yada. And so it's a bunch of questions like that. I don't know why you needed to know that to deliver the mail. Anyhow, they told me I got 100. (laughs) They told me I got 100. That was the civil service exam. The post office said, if you don't shovel your walk... We won't deliver the mail. If your walk's not shoveled up to the, the mailbox, we won't deliver your mail. Except the post office this one year wasn't shoveled. It was full of ice. Nobody bothered to clean that lot. Now, a 50-cent stamp today or thereabouts is still a bargain. And most things get to where they're supposed to go within a few days. But how much failure work is the post office performing? Do you ever watch these clerks fill out these forms? They have computers, but apparently not very good ones. How much failure work do you do? I asked a postal worker I know, who I happened to see at the car wash, how she was doing. She said, well, I'm getting married. I said, you are. That's wonderful. You know, who are you getting married to? And she said, who else? Another disgruntled postal worker. They're now divorced. I assume they didn't mail the divorce papers. I'm Alan Weiss, and that's the uncomfortable truth.